Welcome to This Is My Creation, the blog of Michael LaRuda. Today I review the movie Argyle. If you've seen the trailer for Argyle 2024, then you know exactly what this movie is about. And if you thought the story in the trailer looked convoluted and dumb, the one told in the movie is even worse. The best stories, regardless of genre, have elements of truth in them. And that's why they work so well. They connect with audiences because movie viewers can relate to them. The ones without any truth don't resonate because there's just not anything there to connect with the viewer. The screenplay for Argyle by Jason Fuchs is so lacking in truth it makes the story told in Bullet Train 2022, a similar action thriller comedy, seem like Alfred Hitchcock's Strangers on a Train, 1951, which is too bad because Argyle sports a terrific cast with the likes of Bryce Dallas Howard, Sam Rockwell, Brian Cranston, Catherine O'Hara, Henry Cavill, John Cena, and Samuel L. Jackson. And the sad truth is none of these folks resonate, which makes Argyle one of the most monumental waste of acting talent I've seen in a while. Argyle opens with super sleuth Argyle, played by Henry Cavell, on a dangerous mission at an exotic locale in Europe along with his co-spy, Wyatt, played by John Cena, in scenes that are intended to evoke comparisons to a James Bond movie. If you've seen the trailer, you already know that Argyle is not real, but a fictional character made up by author Ellie Conway, played by Bryce Dallas Howard. But even if you hadn't seen the trailer, these opening scenes are shot by director Matthew Vaughn in such a fantasy way that the audience suspects immediately that what they are watching is not real, which kind of takes the fun out of the reveal when author Conway appears and we find out that these opening action sequences were just part of her latest book. Later, while she's on a train, a man, Aiden Wilde, played by Sam Rockwell, sits across from her and after telling her he's a huge fan of her books, announces that he's in espionage for a living and that Conway's life is in danger. Seconds later, an army of assassins show up on the train and in a ridiculously phony action sequence, Aiden wipes the floor with all of them and whisks Ellie off the train to safety. He then explains to her that her novels have been so realistic that they have predicted real-life events. Excuse me, come again? Did you just say her writing predicted real-life events and was so real it put real spies' lives in danger? Yeah, that's what I thought you said. And as I said, there's not much that is believable about this story. And he tells her also that a super secret spy agency really has gone rogue. 
And now that spy agency, led by an evil director named Ritter, played by Brian Cranston, wants to kill Ellie. Aiden vows to protect Ellie while the two of them search for the elusive file which contains the information which will expose and bring down Ritter and his organization. Yeah, right. So there's your plot, although it doesn't really stop there. See, in this film's long and meandering, two hours and 19 minute running time, there's twist after twist after twist. And all of these plot twists are phony and convoluted and as a result, painfully dull. There's just no truth in this story. I was bored from start to finish, and my boredom intensified as this one went on introducing one ludicrous plot twist after another. She's not really this person after all. She's really that person. Oh, he's not that guy. He's really him. She's not dead after all. No, he's not dead either. And so on and so on and so on. Zzz. It's just not any fun if everything that keeps happening just is not true. It comes off as lazy writing because nothing happens that has any bearing on what happens next. It is just one plot point pulled out of the hat after another. Once upon a time, I used to like Matthew Vaughn as a director. I loved both Kick-Ass from 2010 and X-Men First Class from 2011. But then he started directing the Kingsman movies, which I didn't really like all that much. I liked Argyle even less. And while the script for me is the weakest part of Argyle, Vaughn's direction doesn't help matters. It's all bright and glossy with long, flashy action sequences, which are so unreal, they are difficult to even qualify as action sequences. The actors all seem to be acting, which is never a good thing when you can tell someone is acting. And as I have been saying throughout this review, none of it resonates. I'm a huge fan of Sam Rockwell, mostly because he can play so many different types of roles well, both dramatic and comedic. His Aiden Wilde here is definitely a comedic character, but he's just not that funny. Rockwell tries hard, but the script lets him down. Indeed, in addition to not tapping into truth, Jason Fuchs' screenplay also contains pretty awful dialogue even worse characterizations, and the most convoluted and unbelievable plot, even for a comedy I've seen in a long time. And getting back to Sam Rockwell, he would have fared better had Aiden been written a tad more realistic, because any of the real angst that he tries to show here comes off as fake, because the entire feel of this one is fake. While I also generally like Bryce Dallas Howard, I thought she was miscast here. She was certainly believable as an author, but, and I don't want to give away any spoilers here, but in one of the movie's plot twists, her character pivots, and in this new role, I didn't find her believable at all. Brian Cranston has a couple of good moments, 
But it says a lot that even an actor of Cranston's caliber cannot generate an ounce of reality with this fluff. Catherine O'Hara plays her usual comedic shtick, while Henry Cavill and John Cena add pretty much nothing to the proceedings. Leaving the theater, I overheard a couple discussing the movie. That was a good movie, the woman said, to which the man replied, it was okay. I could have done without the long skating sequence and the long blah, blah, blah sequence and the long blah, blah, blah sequence and all those twists. What he said, Argyle is one very long disaster of a movie. It's full of high quality actors, but they are stuck in a story that tries to be funny and clever, but instead is boring and stupid. I give it one star out of four, meaning that this movie was very poor.